have Dr. Uh, Danny Sands, leading uh, physician. Danny's been one of the leaders in participatory medicine, and uh, it's good to see you. It's You're looking the you. same, you know. Thank Everybody you. else ages but us. Well, I think. How does that happen? How does how does I that happen? I think it's diet, nutrition, exercise. I think we need better glasses. And social. I we think, need better glasses. Oh, better glasses. <laughs> it's a novel solution. But I like that, you know, if we just convince ourselves, we convince each other that we're never aging, I think that's perfect. So give us a quick update on participatory, participatory medicine or health because helping people um, be healthier in a consumer society where we're all aging that's wrought with chronic diseases is absolutely essential. It is essential. It is essential. I mean, the society is a really interesting point right now. We have, um, we're growing our membership, we're growing our uh, corporate uh, partnerships. Um, at the society, you know, so we are really focused on transforming the culture of healthcare, really changing the culture of healthcare to be one in which uh, we're inviting patients into the process more, right? There's more of a partnership. Rather than thinking about healthcare as a, a car wash where patients are the, the car and they're dirty and they drive through the healthcare system getting health sprinkled on them and coming out somehow healthy, that doesn't work. And we, that's what's right. giving us the healthcare system we have, where we have patients who aren't engaged in the process. They think that things can just happen magically, and it just drives up the cost of healthcare. It's not satisfying for the car or the car wash. What we want to do is change that culture. Well, it's really how um, doctors and care teams interact with people in a high-touch way. Not that we haven't cared and there hasn't been a lot of personal contact yeah. in the past, but some of that's been dehumanized by electronic health records, perhaps? Oh, I, those electronic health records. Yeah, I think there are a lot of things that are getting in, in the way. And I think that, you know, on the, on the one hand, you could say the electronics is a problem. But on the other hand, it's an opportunity because it allows us to open up your information to you in a way we could never do before. It would be impossible to like make it easy for you to look at your paper records, but now, hey, we can do this. And, and if we want you to be a better partner in your care, if we want to be collaborators in your health, right. right? you got to be able to do that with information. You've got to have the information. We can't deprive you of that. So the society is all about trying to change that culture. And we focus on four areas, and they spell out care. Okay. That right. was an accident. Care. It used to actually spell out R-C-E-A. So and, C. And, yeah, and so, so, so e-patient Dave, who of course you know, yeah. he said, wait a minute guys, that should spell out care if you just rearrange this. So yeah, the C is about uh, conversation, community, and uh, so all of our, we have diverse stakeholders across uh, the healthcare continuum who are having conversations all the time about challenges in healthcare opportunities. So that's the C. Conversations. Conversation. A, advocacy, influencing advocacy. public policy, uh, changing the conversation there. And then the R is research. Research, we don't do research, we do published research in the peer-reviewed journal of right. participatory medicine. And I don't want to scoop it, I don't know when this is coming out, but we're going to be uh, announcing a very exciting, very exciting thing, which is a... Um, At HIMSS. No, no, I, I, I don't know when our media blitz is coming, okay. but, but you'll be the first to know. But it's, it's a collaboration where people are going to have a place to go, members are going to have a place to go where they can learn the best practices and the, uh, the oh, best marvelous. data. The best data in... A convenient uh, in, point. A physical, not a, not a convenient virtual? point, but it's like, how do you understand the literature? You know, what do you find the best right. information about this, the best uh, studies? Um, and then the E is, e is education. Oh, experience. I was going to say experience. experience. No, it's education. It's, because how do we change a culture unless we're educating? Unless we're educating 
the people who are providing healthcare, the doctors, nurses, and so on, but also we need to, right. in a parallel way, educate you, the patients. We're going to educate patients and family caregivers. So those are the things we're focused on. And we have things that we're doing in each of those areas. Uh, education, we're developing a curriculum for healthcare professionals and a curriculum for patients. Um, so that's pretty exciting. So can I go back to A, which was um, advocacy? Advocacy, yeah. I think advocacy is critical because what we have to realize on both the policy side and the organizational side is that all of our systems, all of our human training is for transactions. Yeah. I mean, our doctors, our care teams, our professionals, our IT systems, our reimbursement systems are all based on transactions. Yeah. It's not the relationship or the experience. It's not. In fact, um, um, as you know, I'm the chief medical officer of Conversa Health, which is to my left. But uh, um, in Conversa Health, we really take advantage of that. So it's about it's about engagement. But right now, as you point out, there's no thinking about this longitudinal right. engagement. So um, you know, one of our founders, Phil Marshall, used to say, "The standard of care is not to care." Like when the patient's Correct. out of the office, yeah, right. you know, we're not doing that because we're all about that transaction, right? Bring the patient into the visit. That's what people got paid for. That's how we train people. Exactly. It's not that doc I think doctors are the most, some of the brightest, and the care teams, the nurses, they care about people. They went yeah. in it to make a difference. You know, the goodness is at the core of the of the health and medical mission. Exactly. But whatever sets of reasons for reality, we ended up with a disease care system based on transactions. Yeah. Now, did you say a disease care system or a diseased care system? Uh, it's I, both. I, I, yeah, it's both, both is the answer. Um, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And I think that if we're going to increase the capacity for taking care of more patients, if we're going to improve quality and reduce cost, we've got to think differently. We've got to think beyond the visits. We've got to be less transactional and more about uh, what uh, what Rushika Fernandapool at Iora Health calls a continuous, uh, continuous healing relationship. I think that's what he calls it. It's good, right? Love it. Continuous healing, healing relationship. relationship. Yeah. CHR. Yeah. It's much better than EHR. It's much better. <laughs> Infinitely better. No offense to all you vendors out here at Hims. We heard it here first. Right. Continuous healing relationship. Yeah, that's Rashid and care. And care, right? And care. The four pillars. We got it. How do people get in touch with the society? And how do I join? I, I did join. I thank you. Thank you. How do organizations? What? Um, yeah, uh, participatorymedicine.org. Okay, and you can go there. We're we're in the one of the another exciting things we're doing is we're doing a total website redesign. So our website maybe isn't as pretty as we want it now. It's going to be great in a couple months. Um, go to participatorymedicine.org. Click on Join Me. If anyone has any questions, particularly um, um, you know corporations or organizations who want to really play a role in this, right. reach out to me, Danny at drdannysands.com. I'd love to talk to you about how you can uh, we can work together. Well, any. Um Big insights from him, 17? Because we've been to a few. It's big. That's big. my insight. <laughs> this, is, this is day one. I was at one, day, one night of receptions and you know half a day so far of this. So I have no insights other than that it's big as heck. I do have one observation that only my Facebook friends saw, but I'll share it with you. You know, when you got to the uh, big uh, reception last night, yes. they had that um, woman dressed in white flowing things yes. flying around, right? It's like a fairy, so I was greeted by this fairy, and I realized that that's a metaphor for health information interoperability. <laughs> so that's my, my only insight right now. If 
But uh, it's really it's good to see uh, you know you and a lot of my uh, friends and colleagues uh, from over the years. I've been coming here for many, many, many years. So we're wrapping up uh, him seventeen live feed for Health Innovation Media. Fantastic. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow at eleven. Great. Good to Tuesday. see you. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.